Hey, everybody. What's going on, LBHT crew? B, what is going on? Uh, I mean, you know, it's what it's it's like moving day, right? Is uh, you know, maybe some some people are gonna be moving out of Carolina. I got my I got my my luggage in route for for my for my trip in a couple of weeks. So everybody's on the move. There you go. There you go. Frank Wright might be on a route move. You know, B B's gonna be uh traveling. Hey, uh, you know, one day we we pray that that John Harbaugh might be on the move as well. But it won't be today. It won't be today. Um, you know what? Uh, it, look, it's Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Hope your week is going well. But if not, hopefully it gets better starting right now. We are streaming live on YouTube, uh, Twitter, slash X, uh, Twitch, and Facebook. So wherever you're watching or listening, make sure you hit that like button. Follow if you're listening to the audio podcast on your favorite uh, podcast platform, you know, uh, Podbean, Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff. Make sure you're giving us a five-star review and make sure you're following us as well. All right. You know what else? It's cold outside, B. Okay. I don't like this hot, cold, hot, cold stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. But it is getting colder outside. And what better way to keep you warm than what B's wearing right there? Okay. Where keep. Yes, get the beanie, get the hoodie. Where can you get all that stuff? I believe you can get it on lbhtshow.com slash shop. Yeah. Yeah. You like that plug? Like that plug? <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. All right. Let's see who's here. Man, you guys are ready to discuss. Look, we weren't here to talk about the Browns game. We'll, you know, we'll talk about that. Um, we really weren't here to talk about the about the Panthers meltdown either, but uh, we're gonna discuss all that. And we have a lot of Panther stuff to discuss, okay? And Panthers related stuff to discuss, Panthers tie-ins to discuss, okay? A lot of meltdowns happened this weekend. We're going to discuss that. Jay the six is first, not six, first. That's right. Okay, Jay the first. That's your name today. What's going on, Omar? Tell me, salute, yeah. salute. What's going on with you? Thanks for coming through. Just Allo says hello, LBHT crew. What's up? What's up with you, Just Allo? Thanks for coming through. Bazel in the house. Salute Bazel. Says, yo, uh, let's see. That damn dub 20. Just give us some heart emojis. Respect. Salute. Appreciate you coming through. Hola, Killer Cam. Hola. What's up, Como estas? He says, mucho gusto. You know what mucho gusto means, Killer Cam? It means nice to meet you. You ain't just meet us, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but thanks for coming through, man. Uh, the road pie, our guy Hendo says, Best night of the week. What's good, LBHT? Hey, what's up with you, Hendo? And thank you, Andre, for inviting us on to Mr. Galloway's channel yesterday yes. for electric relaxation. That was a great episode, lots of fun, man. Always enjoyed chopping it up with you guys. You guys need to go check it out. That's Mr. Galloway, M I S T E double R, two R's, right? Yes, Mr. Galloway. All right. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Our guy Rico's in the house. Salute to you. What's going on? DDSQ, what's up? What's going on? He says, what's good, y'all? Thanks for coming through. MJ in the house. Salute, salute. MDT Sports says, if Ravens win a Super Bowl, John Harbaugh still needs to go. You know what, MDT? I agree. I agree. But that'd be a nice way to send them off, though. Yes. Yes. Z to B says, what's up, fellas? 
1,450 yards and two touchdowns with a broke shoulder and the dub. Yeah. Zero Raven defense, though. Mm. Oh, we're going to talk about that. You guys are still angry. The mm. game, the, our next game is tomorrow. Our next game is tomorrow. We're on to Cincinnati. Not yet. Because we have, we have to discuss it. We have to discuss it. What's up, Jeremy? Because <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> bread? You talking about bread? And huh? me gusta el queso. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. What's up, Malik B? Chris White's in the house. We got who else? Who else is here? <laughs> <laughs> what you read this one? No, 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 I was reading Chris uh, and he he been hurt. He thought he unsubscribed from everybody. Oh, he says I've been hurt since Sunday. I thought I unsubscribed from everybody. Oh, 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 oh. Not this show. Not this show. Okay. It's it's like it's one loss. We're still we're still one of the best teams in the ASC, but obviously it's a problem. We're gonna discuss it. All right. And our guy D Weezy's in the house. Salute to you. Says what's good, crew, OGs and young bloods. Young bloods alike. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to you. You the OG. All right. Um, and shout out to our stream elements bot. Says, don't forget to like and subscribe. Yes, listen to our stream elements bot. Not to be confused with Nightbot. Okay. This is this is the this is the friendly. If you guys remember Nightbot, okay. This is not Nightbot. He's he's a nice one here. Okay. High time Nightbot came back though. Listen, every now and then we want, we might have to pull a Nightbot out just just to remind them what time it is. Okay. Because. uh Nightbot, he laid the law down. Okay, there will be order in the chat. <laughs> All right, look, we have a lot to discuss. Okay, we were not here last week to discuss our our games for the Ravens and Panthers. Uh, very frustrating on both sides. Lots to discuss there. We have some other NFL news to discuss. Uh, we have some some NBA news that some of it we're going to discuss on the overtime show. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and there's a fight tomorrow, a big time fight with a, um, a a big time fighter. Okay, that you guys, you know, he's up and coming, but you guys need to know about him. We're going to discuss that as well. Lots to discuss today. Lots of lots of football to discuss, though. I know you, a lot of you guys are are, are, are football junkies, and that's that's fine because we're football junkies as well. All right, so we can get started with that. But first, we like to start every show with a Black History fact, and B has a Black History fact for you. A very, very special uh, Black History fact. Uh, I want to say shout out to to Hendo from the Rogue Pod who put together the the highlight reel for me this week. Uh, basically, did the entire thing, so I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I want to say that you know this would have gone over, I think, a lot better had y'all run the ball on Sunday, but that's okay. And I think we we've mentioned it before as well, but uh, I should say that we're going to be doing some repeats of the black history facts as I get them all onto video. Um, but I think it's, it's worth mentioning again. Uh, you know, we, we kind of, we're harsh on the Ravens sometimes, you know, when, when they don't do the right things and it's important to point out the positives. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we'll be doing today. All right. Well, the Ravens made history this year by hiring T Martin as quarterbacks coach that gave them the first all black quarterback room that we know of in NFL history. I think I was just sitting around the room one day and looking around and just kind of recognized that, you know, it was just us in there, uh, all African-American quarterbacks and former quarterbacks, and with Kerry Dixon being there as well. And at that moment, it hit me. And I didn't even say anything to the guys, because I just, 
I didn't want it to be about that at that moment. And I went home and I was talking to my wife and I, you know, I got kind of choked up because I was just like, you're talking about coming a long ways, not as just players, but to have the coaches in the room as well. appreciate that handle appreciate that now for the audio listeners that last part uh the, the, towards the end uh you heard the music on your side there's no visual obviously but uh they were just we we're just going through the list of quarterbacks that, that quarterback room uh quarterback coach and who who's the other yeah, person assistant. yeah the up. assistant yes you know, all the whole uh black you know quarterback room is you know that that's a first in the nfl so um Salute to the Ravens, you know, like like we said, we like to point out the positives as well, and that's that's a that's a big plus, right? We appreciate that. Uh, Killer can try and break out his Spanish here, uh, not quite. <laughs> now you you almost got it, but I'll, I'll translate. Basically, he said since since he saw the the photos of from the hangout, he wants to know. He meant to ask Brittany why he's always wearing that a, a, a hat, a cap, right? Uh, <laughs> but um, at the hangout, he was not wearing one. Ah, yeah. So he doesn't always wear one. Look, it's just that's his trademark. That's his thing, right? That's his thing. That's 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 what he does. That's what he wears. One, well, it's 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 a couple reasons. One, it's product placement. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but we wear our own gear unless we're wearing stuff from somebody else. By the way, good to be seen. That's you can get that Mister Galloway's uh store. All right, that's his merch. Um, but we're not wearing. Uh, somebody from the cruise merch we're wearing our merch right the mug this is the old school this is the old school logo i'm gonna get an updated one here soon but that's 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 an old school logo it's it's always our stuff so that's part of it two it's comfortable man that beanie is very comfortable you definitely yeah. need to get one of those i highly recommend that as it gets cold out there all right and it's and it's always cold in b's basement that's the other reason it's not always cold yeah, yeah it's always cold um all right uh what we got? What, what do you want to start with, B? Because, uh, I mean, listen, the, look, the, the, there's rage. There's enough rage to go around. The Panthers. Let's start there. Let, let's start with the Panthers because, uh, we did a video before saying, "Hey, is you know, is Frank right on the hot seat?" And we're like, "No, not in the first. At least I was saying it. Not not in the first year." And I retract that statement. He's in trouble. <laughs> uh, let's start with let's start with the Chicago loss. That should not have. They should not have lost that game. Uh, they looked pretty bad. Yeah, they they looked bad. Like they've looked in just about every game this season. You know, the offense. I mean, it doesn't look like an NFL offense. They don't move the ball like an NFL offense. They don't block like an NFL O line. They 
you know the receivers don't get separation like NFL receivers. Uh, it's it's a it's a lot of bad uh, on the offensive side of the ball, right? And then you had them attempting a fifty nine yard field goal with a kicker who can't kick fifty nine yards, uh, rather than going forward on fourth and ten because you know honestly they weren't going to get ten yards in one play anyway. Um, this week they cut Calvin Throckmorton, which is, I mean, just a phenomenal name. But uh, he's not a phenomenal old lineman, but he has been a starter for Carolina for most of the season. Why? What is what is going on with your picture? What, I'm what just you, my fade. That's me. That's me. my goodness. Um, yeah, so they, they he went from starter to released, and then they had Scott Fitterer, uh, Reich, you know, Nicole Tepper, the the owner's wife. Uh, all at practice, checking out the like the O line drills, um, sending a message as as the uh, the media said that you know they they have to improve, and that's been kind of the media narrative that if they don't improve on offense and if they they don't kind of you know kickstart Bryce Young's development, that this coaching staff is going to be out. Uh, and you know, I, I it's it's difficult to see how we ended up here. 10 weeks into or 11 weeks into the season when everybody was so excited about that coaching staff, you know, when they, when they made the hires. Um, but you know, they, they, and I think it's mostly on the GM. I mean, not that, not to say that Frank Wright's done a good job, but the GM put them in a position where they weren't going to have a whole lot of success offensively. Uh, they made some signings in free agency and none of them have worked out. Uh, Tepper came out, yesterday or the day before talking about how they had a three-way trade with Chicago and Houston for Carolina to move up to two and Houston to move up to one. And then Houston pulled out at the last minute. Tepper said uh, that? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I mean, you know, they, and that obviously at that point they went and they called Chicago and Chicago told them, Hey, we need all the picks and we need DJ Moore." And I'm just like, well, you, you can't just give in to everything. Like we've no. talked about, they weren't going to stay at one. Right. It, like regardless, they weren't staying in that spot. So you didn't. You could have played hardball a little bit. Uh, but Tepper was talking about how he doesn't. He doesn't like to wait. Essentially, he's impatient. I mean, I think that's obvious, though. I, I think that's obvious because okay, listen, we've known this from about Tepper from the time he bought the team. He he wanted to make a big splash at quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. He he made a, a offer uh, to get to, to trade for Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford didn't want to go there. He was trying to get Aaron Rodgers. Right. Or at least rumored to, to want to get Aaron Rodgers. Like he wanted to make a big splash. Um, you know, um, he want he, he he tried to get rid of Cam Newton ASAP, you know, which was that was that was his first and, and, and crucial mistake, you know, trying to try and jettison him to get somebody else in there. Um, and it's just compounded. Right. Even with his coaching hire, uh, Matt Rule was supposed to be a giant. And they yeah. swooped in, in the last minute. It was like, hey, no, come over here. We'll give you everything that you asked for. We give you control of the team, right? Um, and that didn't work out. Um, and I think even with this move, because if you if you look at it, like, listen, we like Bryce Young. We like his potential. Um, and this isn't to speak bad about him, right? But if, if Chicago's asking for too much and you're, you, it's, hey, it's either give it up or be stuck at nine, or move up to you know five or whatever, and get what's left a quarterback. Um, is Bryce Young worth it, or do you say we can't get our quarterback this year, or we may not be able to get our quarterback this year? We'll have to shoot for next year. 
right? Like that's something you really have to ask yourself. Um, and if, if the answer is Bryce Young is worth it, um, that's fine. That's fine. But now he has to work out. Right. Yeah, but my, I think is it doesn't it doesn't have to come to that because they would have come off of that demand. Like I said, there's no scenario where they were going to stay at one. None, because they weren't taking a quarterback. Uh, you have to be firmer in negotiations, and that's been a big problem with Scott Fitterer. But, you know, hey, look, that's in the past now. You know, that's all done. He screwed up his, his part of the job. But then you come to the season, and, you know, you have this all-star coaching staff. Uh, and you've got Adam Thielen and DJ Chark and Terrace Marshall and Jonathan Mingo and Hayden Hurst and Miles Sanders and Chuba Hubbard. You got to, you know, you got to get something going. Uh, and, the, and the offense wasn't working early on. Uh, you know, they, they weren't looking very good early on. And in large part because of the O-line. But Frank Reich said, hey, you know what? We're going to let Thomas Brown, the offensive coordinator, take over play calling. Uh, because Frank Reich, you know, maybe he's not the best play caller out there. Um, but Frank said yesterday that, uh, or today, that he's going to be uh, retaking control of the play calling. Which to me says a, a couple of things. Like one, you know you're on your way out. You're desperate at this point. Mm-hmm. You're, you're desperate to make some kind of impact. Uh, you're, you're changing whatever you can, and you know. And, and it's the same thing with cutting a guy who's been a starter on your O line for most of the season. You're desperate. You know, th- there's no explanation therefore how this guy was good enough to be a starter, but is no longer good enough to be on the roster. You know, but they are they're. Mm-hmm desperately trying to 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 shake things up and 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 kind of get things going in a positive direction uh the other thing is that you don't really care as much about thomas brown as you as you kind of let on when you handed right. over play calling duties it was oh man i'm so proud of him he was all choked up yeah you know he, yeah, was, he, crying. Was, in, he was in tears talking about thomas brown and and his potential and how how proud of him he was and everything and now you're 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 screwing him uh in in, in his career development essentially uh he made a point to say that this isn't going to affect his his career his career long term but my thing is you know that it's going to otherwise you wouldn't even have said that right because how the hell would he know yeah right uh, and shout out to Money Making Mitch for the 420 donation. Appreciate that. It says, but if Tepper is impatient, why not go after Lamar? Mm, Would have gave up the same thing and had instant success. Listen, man, look, nope. these are yeah, the questions. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I think we, we've mentioned that several times. That, hey, you, you gave up more to get Bryce Young than you, you would have had to give up to get Lamar Jackson. Uh, but we all know that was a league-wide thing. That was a collusion thing uh, in not allowing a quarterback, uh, a young quarterback in his prime, to kind of dictate terms. And and it's not even it's not even just because he's black. I mean, that's a part of it. But they aren't going to let any quarterback do that. But uh, you know what, though, hold down the salaries. They want to. They're 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 desperate to not give out uh, to start to make it a, a normal thing to give out fully guaranteed contracts. Um, you know, and so that that was the entire league standing against Lamar on that one. But that's why I felt like he should have just held the line because, and and, and it's tough, right? It's tough. Mm-hmm. But these owners, they don't they don't trust each other. They, most of most of them don't even like each other, right? And somebody like Tepper, he wants to win. You know, he doesn't know how to, but he yeah. wants to win. And 
he, you know, he 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 likes to model himself after Jay Jones. Jay Jones don't give a damn about what, what anybody else thinks, right? He'll sit there and agree to whatever until he decides, no, I want to do this instead. And I feel David Tepper's got a lot of that in him. I, I felt like had Lamar just waited a little bit longer, one of these owners like Tepper, like, man, listen, you had more than enough time to sign him. You haven't signed him. That's on y'all. I want to sign him now. Right. I feel like that would have happened, you know, because because and and because of what's going on right now. Right. Um, when something like this happens in the future, owners are going to be more reluctant to try to hold a line because it's not just happening. It's not just happening with the Panthers. Look what's going on with Atlanta. Fans mm-hmm. are like, well, all this. You're the first one to say you didn't want to sign Lamar. And look what's going on. Right. That coach is toast. Smith out of here. Raiders coach already fired. Mm-hmm. Right. Remember, they were good. We got Jimmy G. We're good. Right. They said, man, <laughs> the owner said, yeah, we're good. Then he woke up in the middle of the night and said, uh, uh, scratch that. You're fired. <laughs> okay. Take, take the, take the GM with you. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's a ripple effect. Um, a, a lot, a lot of these teams that sitting there like, damn, man, we could use a quarterback. They're, they're looking, they're looking back now saying Lamar was sitting right there and we won't have any of these issues. Mm-hmm. I bet you the Jets signed Lamar. He wouldn't have gone down in that first play. Hey, neither did neither did Aaron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. No, so so we're looking at Carolina. <laughs> you're you're desperate to turn things around to try and save your job. Which at this point, uh, in the week that your 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 owner and is kind of putting it out there that there's there's an issue, and and you're making these moves to try and turn things around. It's the week that you're playing Dallas, a team that under the best of circumstances, you were never going to beat. Um, we saw what Dallas's defense did to the Giants all line yeah. uh, week one and, and this past week. Uh, Carolina's all line may be just as bad. <laughs> uh, and, and, and listen, you know, we talk about Daniel Jones a lot. We make fun of Daniel Jones because he's, he's a funny guy. Uh, Bryce isn't as athletic as Daniel Jones. So, Wait. you know, Bryce really shouldn't even be playing this week, honestly. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Galloway. Uh, that's that's so where we, that's where you can find our, uh, us. Uh, we did a show with him yesterday. Uh, this is his merch right here. Salute to you, man. Thanks for coming through, and thanks for having us on uh, yesterday. Um, also, Omar Tillman says Frank is going to resign. Listen, he'd be a fool to resign. Yeah. He's in the first year of a multi-year deal, right? And coach deals are 100% guaranteed. Right, you see what just happened with uh, Jimbo. Jimbo, he's old. What's over seventy five million dollars? Yep, <laughs> he's getting for, all for being bad at his job. Yeah, uh, yeah. Frank Wright, he ain't quitting. He'd be he'd be an idiot to quit. Make make that owner fire you so you can get all your money, especially if you ain't get fired after one hey, year. Listen, and and you ain't special, right? Mm-hmm. He he's paying uh, he's paying Matt Rule, make him pay you too. Facts. He's paying. He's paying. He's paying Matt Rule. He's paying. He's he's uh, is he still paying Cam Newton? He's paying Cam Newton. He's paying Teddy Bridgewater. He's paying Sam Donald. He's paying Baker Mayfield. He, he's paying a lot of people that ain't no more. <laughs> a lot of people that ain't the building. You're gonna be the dummy that doesn't get paid. I don't think so. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. So it, it's not looking great. Uh, like I said, I don't think that they should play Bryce Young this week. 
that you don't have any shot of blocking that that Dallas front. You have right. no chance. Yeah. Let Andy. I mean, I, I hate to say it about Andy. Andy seems like a good guy, but let Andy Dalton take them hits. Yeah, you know, uh, because because he, he'll take fewer of them. He's a more experienced quarterback. He, you know, in theory, knows how to deal with the rush a bit better than Bryce Young does at this point. Let him go back there uh, and, and take those hits for this week, and then come back with Bryce and see if you can get things turned around. Um, but obviously, you know, they're they're going to get their heads kicked in against Dallas, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they – I don't know how urgent it is, like how hot the seat is. Like is, is he in danger of losing his job in season? I I would say I, yes. I like, mean, if you if I'm if I'm the owner and I'm already thinking this way, which obviously you are, right? That's why you're showing up watching watching O-line drills and practice. Uh, <laughs> like he knows I'm what's gonna, going on. I'm going to fire him now and say, hey, I'm going to yeah. promote one of you coordinators – and see if maybe you can, you know, salvage this thing and then we can keep the rest of this coaching staff and kind of keep it moving. Because you wait to the end of the season, you fire everybody. Who are you going to convince to take a job in Carolina right now? Yeah, so I feel like – because if he's going to take over – if he's going to take back play calling, I would do it after the Dallas game. The fact that he's doing it before the Dallas game tells me Tepper would pull him to the side and said, you got one more week to show me something. That's what that feel feel like to me. Yeah. You got you got one more week, and that's it. And he said, "Well, I'm gonna go out on my shield. I'm gonna go out calling the plays." Yeah, I think after this game, he's toast, right? And and our friends over at Panthers Nation podcast, they were planning a a march over there, but um, they're you know their their plans were thwarted by some by by some some kids. Hmm. Okay, um, but listen, fans are 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 they're literally ready to protest. All right, mm-hmm. um. And Tepper does not want that. He wants the opposite. So I I believe, being after this game, he's out of here. Now, I wanted to address something that, that Jeremy said because um, he said, uh, oh, Jeremy, you said a lot in here. Jeez. <laughs> he said, Texas A&M has a ton of money, though. They can afford it. Uh, David Tepper has more money than Texas A&M and everybody that donates to the school. Yeah. He's Texas one of the richest people Texas in the world. Army, he got no money. They got boosters. <laughs> they got money. Yeah, he's and, got more money than those boosters. And they can afford it. They don't want to afford it. Oh, no. Uh, no, no. I, I guarantee you the, the athletic director of Texas A&M will have zero input into the next hire. Y- yeah. <laughs> it's going to be 100% those boosters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, literally, you're throwing away their money, right? Right. Um, yeah, so... Um, does Thomas take back over the play calling, or, or well, he might be the, he might be the interim head coach. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I that's that's my thing. Like, if you're, if you're if this is the the route you're going down, go ahead and fire Frank, promote one of those coordinators, uh, Avero or Thomas Brown, uh, and and see, you know, if you can get anything going the rest of the season. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, we got we got to get through this week first. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to D Weezy for the. 333 donation says my question about right making it through year two last week aged beautifully mm-hmm. uh what was your question oh, oh, oh you asked oh you asked about where he make it yeah you did you did um and and last week i said yeah he's gonna make it he's gonna get... tepper i mean i know tepper can print money but i mean how much money do you want to throw away apparently a whole lot yeah and you know what he's gonna sleep like a baby yeah he ain't felt it yet he ain't, he ain't feel none of it that's 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 money under his under his couch. All right. Um, all right. 
So, yeah, not looking good. Um, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, and, and that, like I said, if you wait till the end of the season, you're looking at a team who's the worst in the league by a wide margin, uh, who has a quarterback who hasn't looked great. Uh, I think he's got the ability, you know, if you build it up around him, you know, he can be that guy. But, you know, it hasn't been great so far this season. Yeah. But, you, but you're committed to him completely because you traded away multiple first-round picks and your number one wide receiver. So there's no moving on from Bryce Young. Nope. Right? And you don't have a first-round pick to try and kind of kickstart your rebuild. Who wants that job? Right. Nobody wants that job. Usually when you so, want, when a new coach comes in, he wants to handpick his quarterback. The people on staff might not want that job. <laughs> right. Like, I, but, you know, I'll, be, I'll go be a coordinator somewhere else. That might be the best answer, though, because, you know, I'm assuming they all had a little input into selecting Bryce Young. Right. Um, that might be the best way to go. Maybe Jim Caldwell takes over. And. He says, look, I'm going to guide you. I believe in you. You know, somebody that believes in Bryce Young, mm -hmm. you know, so there's that consistency right there. And it's just about building. Start with that O-line. You, you start with that O-line, build that O-line up. Um, that will do wonders for that team. All right. Which one are you looking at? What are you looking at? I'm looking at Jerry Miller saying the Panthers aren't as bad as the Giants. They just have one more win. You clearly have not watched many Panthers games, my friend. <sighs> Man, they, they look bad. I mean, the, the, yeah, Panthers currently because Devito at, at at quarterback, but I mean, not with not with Danny Dimes starting or Tyrod Taylor. The, no, right. but yeah, if you compare it to the Devito led Giants, yes, <laughs> you know, it's, it's quite comparable. Yeah. Okay. But you know what? Hey, there's a there's another organization who, who's, who's been indicted this week. That's the Baltimore Ravens, uh, who despite having a the kind of run game where they can line up and blow you off the ball and, and run it down your throat at will without using any gimmicks or anything, uh, were unable to run the ball at all against the Cleveland Browns, uh, at least with their starting running back, and yeah. uh, gave away another double-digit lead. Yeah, not only were they not able to run, they got ran on. Uh, quite embarrassing. And they got they got ran on and passed on uh, by a quarterback uh, who had a broken shoulder and busted up ankle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Um, listen, I know you guys were heated. I was heated too. But this, you know, last weekend was our weekend where we couldn't stream. But look, this is the norm. And, and I sat here and said how comfortable I felt about this game. Like. All right, they got their ugly losses out the way, and there's a there's a higher sense of urgency, especially since it's a division game, right? Even though it's a bad team, what are you laughing at? That's spooky, Jay. Well, if the courts ain't proved Watson guilty, this karma surely does. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, until he, it, 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 unless he gets scammed out that 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 you know tens of millions of dollars, a hundred million dollars that he's gotten. I think he's, he's just fine. Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, Browns fans would sit there and say, yeah, but why does the karma have to hit us? <laughs> we, we, we only do this with famous people where we assume their like image and, and, you know, uh, success at work is more important to them than, than money. Right. Is your job more important to you than the money you get from it? 
performance at work (laughs) not for me and i like my job he said oh gosh i gotta sit home and heal and not play not suit up for the browns and i get all this money geez yeah (laughs) however will i entertain myself with these hundreds of millions of dollars (laughs) shout out to anonymous um for the five dollar donation says sure missed the sixth guy uh monday um the sixth guy yeah i think that he must be talking about like on the in the monday night football or something i don't know like, let's move on the sixth guy you talking about no let's move on oh i miss what well no let's well, move on so what is it? what, uh, what Baltimore i more lost to cleveland <laughs> despite being up 24 to 9 he's talking about miami and- and then thirty-one to seventeen. Uh, oh, then, oh, this is uh, got oh on a show on the on the oh no nah, no nah, oh nah. oh yes. Nah. So anyway, he's talking about the baby. That's Edwards. That's Edwards. Eleven carries, twenty-four yards, and they could not. They could not at all. You know, put the game away with the run game. <laughs> and, uh, they had Keaton Mitchell, who went out there and ran for a 38-yard touchdown on his first carry, had a 32-yard reception, and then played like – you already had two other carries in the game, two other touches. Uh, and the coach after the game went ahead and said uh, – he was like, when people asked why didn't Keaton Mitchell get the ball, he was like <laughs> – Oh, I don't know, man. Uh wasn't really part of the game plan. Listen, man, what, what do you guys want me to say? What more do you want us to say about John Harbaugh? You guys know from the beginning how we feel about John Harbaugh. More of you are coming over to our side. But if you're still defending him, I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you at this point. I mean, you just you, you're nothing that he can do is going to convince you that he needs to go. Um, what do you mean he wasn't in the game plan? What you, and then he, he made it even worse after that. Uh, when he was asked the next day about it, and he just basically said, well, the coaching staff has to learn to trust the, the younger players or some nonsense like that, right? He can't even take responsibility and say, this is an issue that I've had for years, trusting the young players um, in those situations, right? That's not the coaching staff. That's 100% him yeah. because play, uh, coaches on his staff have come and gone. He's been the constant, and we've always had this type of issue right disingenuous person um always lying you know um lied about Marlon humphrey and and and, and uh stanley's injury which we knew that that was the case saying oh he's day you know that day by day and you know i haven't ruled him out for thursday you know he's ruled out you know they're not gonna play they're not gonna play for a while right they're hurt they're injured you know um but what what's the what's the what's the uh what's that stat you know how many how many uh you know how many how many how how many uh games or, or, or leads we've given up over the last like seven years you know i meant to upload it and i i completely forgot but here i have it right here uh raven's recent blown leads five losses with double digit leads uh since the start of 2022 tied for the most in the nfl Eight losses with seven point fourth quarter leads since twenty twenty one, most in the NFL, and ten losses when leading entering the fourth quarter since twenty twenty one, also the most in the NFL. Uh, <laughs> there's another tweet from Benjamin Solak say the Ravens have lost seven games in regular seasons with Lamar as the starter. 
they had at least a 75% win probability uh, in the fourth quarter of every single one of those games. How many in games five, was it? In five of the seven games, they had a 90% chance to win in the fourth quarter. Uh, so it, it's it's been an ongoing thing. Uh, and, you know, it, it's something that they, they – I mean, you can't put it on the players. Like, I know that, that people like to say that, oh, the players got to execute, the players got to execute. Yeah, that's true. The players do have to execute. But these are they're, – they're different casts of players, and it's still the same problem. It's different coaches, and it's still the same problem. Or, I'm sorry, different coordinators because the head coach is the same. Uh, here's another one. Least time trailing uh, for the first 10 games of the season in the last 40 years. You had the 1984 Miami Dolphins. Well, let me start at the bottom here. 2007 New England Patriots were trailing for 51 minutes and three seconds, 10-0. The 1990 New York Giants were trailing for 43 minutes and 42 seconds, 10-0. The 1998 Denver Broncos were trailing for 27 minutes and 7 seconds, 10-0. The 1984 Miami Dolphins were trailing for 14 minutes and 46 seconds, 10-0. And the 2023 Baltimore Ravens, they came in third on this list, trailing for 28 minutes and 46 seconds so far this season, seven and three. Seven and three. They are the fourth team in the Super Bowl era. So again, you know, almost six decades. Uh, the fourth team to be winning in the first minute of a game and not be behind until the final minute of the game and lose it's only happened three other times listen um these are historical losses anybody out there you, you know who the people are that are going to defend harbaugh right they try to hit you with any other facts call out call them out on their bs as bs yo here's like, an interesting one i'm sorry yeah. to cut you off, but malik b says i'm the leader of the blame harbaugh committee i don't think this game was on harbaugh who was it on you go ahead and put well, that well, in the chat and, I, and let us know who it was on. I I, I can tell you what Malik B is going to say because this is this is what I used to say. This is what a lot of people say. Uh, the players got to play B, right? Um, everybody is to blame. Defense didn't play well. Lamar didn't play well. Um, you know, uh, we didn't run the ball well. Like you know, players got to step up. When everybody plays bad, the coach is to blame. That is his job. His job is to get them ready. So he says Lamar. Right. Um on Lamar. Interesting. Uh but Malik B, let me let me let me put this to you. Okay. Uh because you had a guy, you had he had a couple double digit leads in the game, right? 24 to 9, 31-17. And and typically at that point, especially a uber conservative coach like John Harbaugh, uh, especially an organization like the Baltimore Ravens who just wants to play defense and run the ball would, you know, salt the game away with the run game. Right. Where was Keaton Mitchell? Uh, hold on. Let me read this from Michael G. Shout out to Michael G for the 420 donation. Appreciate it. Says call me a conspiracy theorist, but I think Harbaugh doesn't want any player on the offense to have big numbers so that he keeps control of the locker room. OBJ, Keaton, JK, et cetera. Uh, yeah, you're not far off on your on your uh your theory there. I wouldn't call it a conspiracy. Uh he doesn't want alpha males in the locker room, right? And he doesn't want what he would 
and a lot of people will consider divas on the offensive side of the ball. He he pretty much said it out of his own mouth, right? If you care about your if you care about your stats, you know this this isn't the place for you. I, I played I played that clip in one of our videos. Um, of course you're supposed to care about your stats as a wide receiver. Of course you're supposed to care about your stats as a running back. That first of all, that's how you get paid. Mm-hmm. That's how you get paid by this team and any other team, and that's performance. That's how your team puts up points. You're supposed to care. You're supposed to want the ball, but he doesn't want that, right? He he just he look. He doesn't want anybody that's louder than him in that locker room. He doesn't want anybody that's remotely expressive because that's that's a that 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 that's something that's inside of him. That's something that he's intimidated by. He's threatened. He's threatened. Yeah, he couldn't wait to get rid of Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, and them. Couldn't wait. Right. Um, and this is what happens. You have teams that are, you know, they look good, they look solid, but when you need them to kick it up a gear, there's nobody on the team that can do it. That's this is the team that him and EDC created, right? We can't sit here and keep saying, Oh, well, the players gotta do this, oh well, we gotta get this. They got exactly who they wanted. That O line is exactly who they wanted. How many, how many picks have they spent? On old linemen, quite a few, tons. These are the players that they want, right? You don't. They don't. They don't want the. They don't want the Lemmy Tunsils that 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 was that they had a, a gas mask on, right? We don't know what he was smoking. He could. Yeah. <laughs> what if it was marijuana, right? You don't want that guy, you know. You you, you <laughs> listen, listen, I. I don't know. Like, like, if you if you don't think Harbaugh is a problem, even in this game, like, what is what is his job then? If you don't blame Harbaugh, if, if Harbaugh, what's job? What, what's Har- Harbaugh's job as a head coach? If you're saying this game isn't on him, when, when do you give him credit and when do you blame him? And Malik B says, I agree. That was a blunder on not playing Keaton. But this is kind of the, this is the this is the thing though. Like, like Jose saying, he has one job, right? Yes, he can't. Uh, actually make the plays for the players right uh and you know he, he's he's not an offensive guy he's not a defensive guy he doesn't call the plays right but if you see that there is only really one thing working for your offense I, and i shouldn't even say necessarily one thing because i mean they they were they were moving the ball uh early on uh but ronnie stanley goes down he's out the game your starting right tackle is already out the game. You see that you can't block anybody, right? But you know that Cleveland had no answer for Keaton Mitchell, right? He, on his first touch, he went for 39 yards and a touchdown. Right. On his next touch, he had a, a 32-yard reception. Oh, yeah, he lost some yards on the uh, on an interesting play call. Uh, but <laughs> he, he was he was the spark for that offense. And if John Harbaugh sits there and says, you know what? I you know, I I I don't know why Keaton wasn't out there in the second half of the game. What was he doing? Because yes, because at the at the very least, at the very least, you have him out there. That defense is going to pay attention to him. This guy gashed us for a touchdown in another big play. Uh we can't just not look at him, right? And that extra second that they take to look at him on on those on those read options, 
is going to create all kinds of mismatches, right? Whether it's passing, whether it's Lamar keeping the ball and running, it creates more space for those guys. Uh, Gus Edwards doesn't do that, especially running to the outside. I was going to the outside. No. Oh, right. Gus we'll focus on Lamar. Huh? Gus don't go outside. Right. Gus a house cat. <laughs> he stays in, indoors at all times. Yeah. And I'd be saying it's correct. It, it wasn't a blunder. It was deliberate. That wasn't a blunder. It was intentional. Guess what? Guess what else? Tomorrow, it's going to be intentional too. He ain't going to get the ball. They don't trust young players. <laughs> that's not a that's not a blunder. Okay. That's the system. And this is why we go back. We went back and said, look, you need to trade. You need to give it that second round pick for Josh Jacobs or for Derrick Henry because those are players that are proven. Those are players that this coaching staff will trust. They don't trust young players. You have to force them to use young players. Yeah. Keaton Mitchell might be that guy. We're not going to know that under John, John Harbaugh. He's not going to give him the carries. He'll give him an increased amount of carries for tomorrow just because he has so much attention. But he ain't going to get a huge load. Right. And, and just, you know, think about J.K. Dobbins. Who you did draft in the second round, yeah, but but had committed the cardinal sin of being a youth. They wouldn't give him the ball either, right? right? That's a guy they drafted to be the man. Yeah. He they brought him in to replace Mark Ingram and be the bell cow back on this team, and those coaches said, "Nah, son, yeah. 15, 15's a limit." I know, I know. I watched you have twice as many touches every week at Ohio State, but I don't know if you can carry it up in up in the AFC North. Right? <laughs> but we play big boy football. Right. Xavier Smith makes a good point here too. He says no one is asking this. OBJ got 18 snaps. 18 snaps. He showed you that he's healthier. He beat his defender. He looked good on that play B. Mm-hmm. Good route running. I mean of course we know his route running is great. We know his hands are great. Look like he got a little burst there too. Right? Why aren't we drawing up more plays for him? You know, um, and also because uh, coach broke this down. Uh, Quincy Carrier, who's a Browns fan, uh, check out his work. I think he does excellent work over there. Uh, Worst take, I think, is the name of his his show. Um, but uh, they broke this down beautifully, man. Um, the things that we did in the first half, they recognized it and they made adjustments. Right. We're not giving them anything down the field. So they took the short stuff. Right. We've always had problems um, um, running, you know, with, with, with runs to the outside. Right. Setting the edge. Um, so they kept doing it. They said, well, if they're not going to stop Jerome Ford, we keep giving Jerome Ford the ball. And when we need to have a play, we go and pass it to Njoku. And they weren't stopping that. Now, we didn't respond on our end when we really needed it to. Because Andrews ain't that guy, right? Very good player. We're not saying he's not good. He's very good. But he's not that guy that we can lean on and say, we have to get these yards, throw it to this guy so he can make some plays. When's the last time he's made a clutch play like that? Yeah. Malik, uh, what makes this on Lamar is all I want to ask you. Why is this game on Lamar? Are you, are you just talking about the pick six? I mean, yeah, he, it was a it was a terrible interception he threw earlier in the game, a horrible interception, mm-hmm. and I mean, just an unconscionable interception. Honestly, I don't know yeah. what was going on with that one. But you had double digit leads a couple times after that, so that didn't cost you anything. 
I, that I'm, cuts you again. I'm, right? I'm glad Malik thinks that way though, because this is this goes back to what we always say and not putting your money in the defense because a lot of fans think the way Malik thinks when when the game doesn't go well and Lamar has an off day, it's a hundred percent his fault. Right? He's not talking Malik ain't talking about anybody else. He not talking, the defense looked terrible. Uh Patrick Queen had how many missed tackles, coach? Was it five? Five or six missed missed tackles? What? And he only like made the eight, right? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, like they don't get talked about when they have a, a terrible day. Five missed tackles. Five missed tackles. Uh, we don't talk about the defense when they have a terrible game, right? We don't talk about how they gave up uh, a 17 yard play when it was second and 19, right? Yeah. Um, we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't talk about those things. It's always on Lamar. So if it's going to be on Lamar, you invest in Lamar. You get him his protection, you get him his, his wide receivers, you get him all the weapons that you can possibly get him because you're going to put it on him when it comes down to it. It's up to nobody else but him, not even the coach. Yeah, and Emily, you know, I, I hear you talking about the, the Bateman interception. That was terrible. Uh, but again, they were winning after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pick six, I, I don't, I don't know how we put that on Lamar. Right, the the protection was not great. Uh, the 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 D lineman was not engaged because your offensive lineman was on the ground, and the ball got tipped. Right, and it went, you know, just up in the air, fifteen yards downfield, and got intercepted. That's not so. It's not like Lamar threw a bad pass, you know, in, into coverage or something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure how we put the pick six on Lamar. Uh, and you're saying missed throws, but they he only threw the ball 23 times. Right, right. They couldn't get anything going because they couldn't block after you know Ronnie Stanley was out in particular. The the protection was terrible. They tried to run with Gus, who couldn't run the ball, right? So we look at the offense, and you don't really have the ability to throw because of the the O line protection. You don't have the ability to run by choice, by right. John Harbaugh's choice. That's that's the problem that I have with it. Uh, we can blame the defense, right, uh, for for not holding up there. And like as I said, they had the great play from from Oway. Uh, getting them into second and 19 and immediately gave that back. But offensively, because, yeah, defense is going to falter at times. That, that, that's a natural thing. Offensively, John Harbaugh handicapped them. Yeah. This, but this, this, is, this is the thing, right? Yes, we, you and I know, and you guys know too, that sometimes defenses are going to have bad games, right? And those games, you, you expect the offense to hold up their end. But that's not how this team is built. That's not how the team has been built, right? We're not built for the offense to step up when another team scores on us, puts up a significant amount of points. We can't cope with that, right? If it just stayed 31 to 17 or whatever it was, uh, cool, right? Uh, But the minute they got up or got close, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. And that's, that's that's, that's going to remain an issue under this regime. Um, but all right, so let's talk about saying all that. Let's talk about t- tomorrow night's game. What's up, Raven Ron? What's up, Raven Ron? Um, yeah, and, and yeah, that and that's the thing, right? Because I mean, despite being dead last on that list and record, they are still seven and three. They yeah. are still sitting atop the AFC North. Uh, I think that I mean, 
Ronnie's out. They already ruled Stanley out for Thursday. And Marlo's out they, too. They cut. Well, they they just said he's doubtful. I don't think they've actually ruled him out yet. Gotcha. But he he shouldn't be playing. Um, but you know they they cut. I believe it was uh, Tomlinson, the tight end, and signed another tackle. And I'm like, I kind of feel like John might be lying about Ronnie. You know, and 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 how close he is to coming back because he said, you know, he didn't want to rule him out for Thursday. Uh, he's just day to day, and then you know, to, today obviously they ruled him out, which is fine. He shouldn't be playing on on short notice if he had a, a knee injury anyway. Right. But I don't know, man. Like John lies about injuries all the time. Yeah, what happened to Tyus Bowser? Remember when he said uh, yeah. there's going to be a report on Tyus Bowser shortly. Yeah. I just I, I always go back to the one that really stood out to me is he said Brashad Perryman was day to day, and he, he missed the whole season, and he missed the entire year. Now, granted, there was a point where he re-injured himself, but he said day to day, and my man <laughs> didn't play at all. So I, I can't trust what he's saying about Ronnie Stanley and his injury. Uh, but but if he is being truthful and Ronnie Stanley really is day to day and Marlon Humphrey really is day to day, okay, you sit out Thursday because it's short notice. Uh, and then they, they should be back for, for the, the following week. Right. And if that's the case, I don't, I don't think there's too much to be worried about in Baltimore. Um, you know, you learn your lesson about actually playing the players who make plays for you, which God damn, I can't believe you're learning that in the NFL, but and after a Super Bowl win, but you know, you learn that lesson. Keaton Mitchell gets the ball more. You, you, you know, you get the ball to Rashad Bateman and, and OBJ uh, and Zay Flowers some more. The defense is going to bounce back. I don't have any doubt about that. Nope. Uh, the, the defense has been playing great all year. So mm-hmm. I don't think there's really much to be concerned or upset about. It's just the, you know, this is the third loss this year exactly like that. <laughs> And, and Ravens fans can legitimately look at, you know, I mean, every team kind of does this, every fan base, but they can legitimately look at all three of those losses and say, those, none of those should have happened. Absolutely. Um, but look, the, the Bengals have some injuries of their own. Um, mm-hmm. uh, T. Higgins isn't going to play in this game. Thank God. Um, and, but Trey Hendrickson is going to play, but he has an injured knee, I believe. He had a hyperextended knee. Yeah. He was I questionable, think. but it looks like he's going to play. Um, Look, we have you know we've had discussions about Ryan Stanley. You know, you guys think he's trash. He is not trash, right? We can we can talk about how uh, you know he's not the player he used to be. You know, right? He right? He says Ryan Stanley soft as cotton. No, you about to see what soft cotton looks like. And Kogan Kogan says I'm pretty sure the old lineman we signed as a center is Lyle Collins healthy enough for an insurance signing. I thought the guy they signed as a tackle. Uh, that's that's the story that I saw, but I mean I might be wrong. I'm not. I don't really know anything about that guy they picked up, but I thought it said he was a tackle. Yeah, yeah. Hendo says uh, Sam Hub- Hubbard is out as well. Yeah. Um, listen, for those of you that 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 are ragging on Ryan Stanley, I mean I, you you got a glimpse of it on Sunday. What happens when he's not in the game, yeah. right? Um, if you think he's bad, you're about to find out what bad is. I'm hoping that's not the case because I think we played the we played him the first time without Ronnie Stanley. Um, and we were okay. I think we were okay in that game. Um, had a good game plan, um, and we, we we handled it pretty well. Uh, obviously, this is a different Bengals team now, um, but with those injuries on that side of the ball, that might help a little bit. Um, I just 
I don't know. The Bengals, they're, they're starting to roll right now. But this is a team that, you know, obviously we can beat them. They just they just got beat by by a Houston team. So mm-hmm. um, I think having that embarrassing loss Sunday, um, I'll give this to Harbaugh. He does usually respond to, to you know, those embarrassments, especially when it's a, a game that he feels some pressure. You know, he has all hands on decks on deck for that game. It is a primetime game. So there might be enough pressure on him to say, all right, y'all need to wake up out there. And they actually yeah. listen. All right. I think we can go ahead and move on. We got a lot to get to still. Uh, you want to talk about the, the the was it Monday night? The Monday night meltdown? Are we going to talk about that? Oh, you mean the Buffalo Bills losing to the Denver Broncos? And yes. Then, yes. Firing, firing my man Ken Dorsey? Um, listen, I, I'm smiling, but... um. You guys know I, I like Josh Allen. Um, I don't know what's going on with him this year. Um, I've, I've listened to some some Bills uh, YouTubers, and they're saying what what's happening is he's getting exposed. Okay, the the belief in Josh Allen isn't what it used to be. Yeah. Um, and listen, I don't know. Was Certainly it not from Trayvon Diggs? <laughs> Boy, um, they they're saying Brian Dayball covered up a lot of his issues um and ken dorsey wasn't able to cover up his issues and it's, it and it's playing out on the field the big thing with him is he 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 takes a lot of risk and we see that we see that when he plays sometimes he makes the play he makes some amazing throws other times it's like why'd you throw that who are you looking at you know he has a lot of brett Favre uh traits in him oh look who it is what is noah up? Says man, it feels good to be free again. Hope everyone's been doing well while I've been gone. Much love. Hey, man, good to see you, Noah. Good to see you, Noah. Man, shout out to you. Well. Everybody showed Noah some love, man. Uh, but but yeah, um, yeah, I, I I agree. Be you know, Ken Dorsey is is, is being scapegoated here. Um, I mean, listen, listen, Josh Allen throw. He makes some poor decisions with the ball, and and look, strong arm quarterbacks do that. You know, they believe in their in their ability to fit the ball into spaces that they shouldn't try to fit it into. Um, but Josh Allen dropped the ball when he was trying to hand it off. <laughs> he did. Like, he turned around and he was just like, you got that? I don't Whatever. Yeah, he's like. That's, that's all you. Uh, Josh Allen is a menace. Okay. Yeah. And Josh Allen, you know what? Josh Allen is tired, I think. and 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 I think rightfully so. He's tired of trying to carry the Buffalo Bills with Stefan Diggs pushing in the opposite direction. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, he's a great player, but every time in the opposite every direction. time you turn around, it's a story about how Stefan Diggs is unhappy in Buffalo and wants out. Every yeah, but time. he shows up every got, week. And now you got his brother, but it's a mental thing. It's a mental Man. thing. They're, they're, the, the mental part of sports is uh, much bigger than people like to to give credit to or, or account for, and I mean, look, now you got his brother out here tweeting about how he got to get out of Buffalo, and Josh Allen sucked until he got there. Man, <laughs> I mean, that's a little low, but but true. <laughs> John he Feliciano was, said that was not true. Okay. No, 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 that was true. You know, um, they put a look. I give a lot, lot of props to that uh, staff, that organization for, and and Josh Allen. He put in the work, but his rookie year was awful. He put in the work. They supported him. They coached him up, and they put talent around him 
Um, and he's been great. Uh, this year he's been he's been pretty bad. Has he been great though? Because he's he's leading the league in interceptions since he's been drafted. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you guys didn't say this about Brett Favre back in the day. I did. I hated Brett Favre. <laughs> I did not like Brett Favre at all. Uh, so oh, well, can't... what year did uh did Stephon Diggs get there? Twenty mm, nineteen, I believe. Was it twenty nineteen? Let me see here. Because uh... this rookie the same year as Lamar. Um, and I think the very next year they got they, they traded for Stefan Diggs. No, see, and this is the John Feliciano was right, he didn't have Stefan Diggs that year, uh, and he turned it around. Okay, What's turning so he went from in his rookie year, uh, Josh Allen completed 52.8% of his passes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> 10, <laughs> 10 touchdowns and 12 interceptions in, a, in 11 games. He, he, he was a starter for 11 games. Uh, so that was his rookie year. His second year, without Stefan Diggs, he now the, the completion percentage is still not super high, fifty eight point eight, but but much better. Yeah, uh, and twenty touchdowns to nine interceptions. Now, this is where you kind of get into into uh, you know semantics a little bit, right? Because mm-hmm. he said he didn't start balling out until Stefan Diggs got there. I believe well, whatever phrase he used, I forget. Yeah, but that is absolutely true because the next year he had the following year he had thirty-seven touchdowns and ten. <laughs> right, right. This is the same thing we keep but, on saying. But he, you get, but he turned, but he turned his player. He didn't suck the second year without Diggs. Yeah, he just, he just wasn't he wasn't as good, and I and that's that's you know to be expected. I don't think Lamar could have those stats ever, and he'd be considered a good quarterback. Yeah. Right, uh, twenty touchdowns, fifty-eight, definitely not the fifty-eight percent. Fifty-eight percent, twenty touchdowns, nine interceptions. I don't, I don't think they would have let. Well, no, because like Cam was around that way when he was throwing to to you know his local plumber, and they they were all over Cam, <laughs> and they all over Cam until until he he got his completion percentage up into the high sixties, and then I was like, that doesn't really matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just checkdowns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was take the checkdowns and then it was oh it's just checkdowns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um was there another news story? Uh not in the NFL that we were gonna talk about. I mean, outside of them scapegoating Ken Dorsey and 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 promoting uh <laughs> Joe Brady, who was the uh the, the failed offensive coordinator in Carolina. Um no. Oh, oh no, Deshaun Deshaun Watson. That, that was the other one we were talking about. We already kind of talked about him being hurt. Um, yeah. let me read this from uh Draymond Green. Draymond Green. He <laughs> thank you for the donation, Draymond. Look at you. He says, Jose, I was told by someone to ask you, do you think that the Timberwolves players didn't help Rudy because uh they don't like him? <laughs> Excuse me. My arms are so big. Ravens about to go on a losing streak to uh, love to see it. Stay why would, Ravens why would Draymond Green love to see that? <laughs> but anyway, well, I'll gonna, tell you why. Because, because he's from Detroit. It. He's from Michigan area, okay? And we beat down the lines. That's why he loves to see okay, it. Okay, okay. We're, we're going to talk about Draymond and, and all of his mishaps in the, uh, in the overtime show. Uh, but if you had not seen what went down yesterday against minnesota definitely hop on twitter and, and search of that video uh, but we'll be talking about that in the ot yes and in fact i was supposed to put the uh 
put the little promo here. I didn't, I didn't have it ready. My bad. I'll, I'll fix that. But okay, what's next? Uh, Noah, Bryce Young's been playing like you should have traded him to me because uh, <laughs> not great. Um, you know, he, he's been okay here and there, but the, the team as a whole is is so bad that they they really can't get anything going. And then Jose left, and so now I'm here. Andy's back. So we're going to move on. Uh, we are going to talk a little bit of NBA. Do you want to do the NBA first? or the Well, let's do the submitted questions first. We'll do the submitted questions and move on to the NBA. Uh, so first up, uh, and again, you get a couple hundred points, uh, uh, loyalty points for submitting your questions and having them read on air. And we'll, the way you do that is on the YouTube community page. Uh, every Thursday morning, uh, we put up the post and you just you know go in there and, and type in your question and then we will bring it up and read it like right now. Jeremy Miller, is the Browns season done? With Deshaun out for the rest of the year, um, no, no, I think they still make the playoffs, uh, with a combination of PJ Walker and um, uh, DTR. All right, I, I, they're the number one defense in the league. They've they've won some games, uh, with PJ Walker. Um, it's gonna be ugly, but I think they could still sneak into the playoffs. All right, well. Thank you for that. But the correct answer to that question is yes, their season is done. <laughs> their, their season was realistically done when Nick Chubb went down, but now it's done for real. Uh, and, you know, look, defense can win you some games for sure, mm-hmm. but DTR is not it. <laughs> and you don't want to see a, a, a big dose of PJ Walker. You don't want to see it. Uh, uh, they're not They're not going to be good enough in a very, very competitive AFC. I mean, suddenly you got to worry about the Broncos now. The Broncos are coming off wins over Kansas City and Denver. This is right? true. So, you know, and they have a defense themselves, and Russ is officially cooking. I didn't know Russell, Russell Wilson was playing so well. Yeah, yeah. He has what, 18 touchdowns and like four yeah. interceptions? Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. So, yeah, he, he's, he's a uh, coach. Coach. No. No, no DTR. DTR season. Let's go. They they are officially battling Pittsburgh for dead last in that division. All right, next up, we have. We'll, we'll go with the uh, Just Allo first here. What's Just up, Just Allo? Why do you think the conversation around Lamar Jackson is so negative? He's not perfect, but every mistake is magnified a dozen times. I've always said he represents. Uh, blackness in a way that other quarterbacks don't. What do you guys think? Thank you, Just Allo. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, shout out to Just Allo. Um, it, it's there's always a racial component to it. I don't don't listen to what anybody says. Uh, of course, it is. Um, not saying that these people that are everybody that criticizes him is racist, but um, there's a stigmatism about black quarterbacks in this league that's that has held up. Over the years, it's starting to change a little bit more now because you get you get more and more black quarterbacks in the league. But uh, that wasn't quite the case when Lamar entered the league, right? Um, you had Deshaun Watson, Pat Mahomes, um, and Cam, right? I think I think that was it for your your starting black quarterbacks. Hmm. Uh, it might be somebody else I'm forgetting out there, but it wasn't a whole lot. Um, and Lamar, it, it look 
a black athletic quarterback, um, they're almost always, you know, pegged as well, they can play multiple positions or, you know, he's a scrambler. He's he's, you know, he's a one read. You know, you got you to get him out the pocket type of type of player because they're athletic. Right. Even sometimes when they're not athletic, they get paid like that. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, that's where that comes from. And uh, when he refused to work out as a wide receiver or any other position, when he refused to run the 40 time, which I think was the best decision he ever made. Right. Um, it, you know, um, people were counting down the days until he failed. He dropped down the draft. So that was that was the first hit. What's up, Raven C? What's going on, Raven? Um, he 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 dropped down the draft. Uh, the Ravens got him, and he ended up saving John Harbaugh's job. And they're like, okay, that's cool. You know, he he's a little bit better than we thought, but still, you know, he has a lot to work on. Then the very next season, he wins unanimous MVP, <clears throat> and a lot of people got embarrassed by that, right? So that's the other part of it. It's the racial component component and just embarrassing people in this industry because they're so full of themselves. <clears throat> they feel like they're above everybody. They're so smarter than everybody. And they look like idiots, right, with some of their takes. So now they spend every waking moment trying to prove that they are right or trying to get some little win out of this, right? One of the main ones is Mike Florio, that little weasel, right? Um, so that that's where a lot of it comes from. Um, and Lamar's doing everything right on and off the field, you know, and that just pisses him off even more. And, 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 and also the other thing is just clicks, right? You talk about Lamar Jackson it's going to get you clicks. So that's the other thing. So sometimes it's not even malicious. They just know, Hey, people are going to click on my, my content. If I mention Lamar Jackson, so I'm going to mention Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and I think that you know being negative about a black quarterback is always going to get you attention. Uh, that's that's the starting point for black quarterbacks, and they have to prove you wrong, right? Now you got guys like Pat Mahomes, uh, the artist formerly known as Deshaun Watson, where they play so well that you know you can't really go that negative on them, right? And so then then you go the other way, and you're you're effusive in praise. Um, which would be the case for Lamar Jackson. But the thing is, one, uh, well, one, he's not a media darling like a Pat Mahomes, uh, like like some of the other quarterbacks, right? He, he kind of stays to himself. Uh, and, and, like, he's not, a, he's not a player that a large percentage of the NFL fan base can relate to. Uh, yeah. And... Yeah, and, and like the way like I said, the way he plays when, when you're an athletic quarterback, you kind of get paid with certain stereotypes, whether they're true or not, like you said. Uh, but the Baltimore Ravens play a big role in this too, because the reason that you can continue to go negative on Lamar Jackson is because he doesn't have the numbers, the 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 big time uh passing stats that all the other young quarterbacks have, right? And all the other top quarterbacks have. Uh, so you know, people, there's always going to be that argument because people who watch Lamar Jackson play know how good Lamar Jackson is. Most people don't watch Lamar Jackson play on a weekly basis because, you know, they're not Ravens fans, don't live in the area, don't have Sunday ticket, whatever the reason, but you don't see him every week. And, you know, when you don't see a player every week, you go, you pull up their, their stat line and you say, oh, he's got 10 touchdowns in 10 games. He's not good. He's a running back. Well, and yeah. the Ravens, 
use him that way. The Ravens run him more than any quarterback in the history of football, and it makes it easy for people who don't watch the team closely to say, hey, he's not a real quarterback. That's why you, you know, he throws for 200 yards a week. That's why you run him more than anything else. That's why the, the offense is built around his legs. His legs, And the people who watch him, like I said, that, that really follow the Ravens or know football in general, they see him play and they know what he is. But then you also obviously have guys like Shannon Sharp and Stephen A who do it, who do do it maliciously. They know they're getting clicks, clicks but they're doing it maliciously, uh, trying to tear down Lamar uh, just because. And uh, like you said before, I think Shannon has a, a bit of a personal angle to it as well. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, I think Stephen A too. Stephen A has a personal beef with a lot of the younger players because he's not as well connected to them as the older generation. But also the Ravens media plays a part in it too because when they were trying to negotiate with them and he and you know he wasn't playing by their rules, they you know they they try to throw some dirt on his name as well. And you know obviously the league colluded to to try to keep uh to keep his number down. And you got other teams speaking out saying no, we're not going to sign him. So then that narrative is out there like oh teams just aren't interested in him. Right. Uh, but we, what they don't want to talk about is how it affected those teams not getting somebody like him. Right. And how how coaches are losing their jobs because they didn't have him. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty conspicuous that these teams that are failing at the quarterback position, nobody's saying, oh, but you could have had Lamar Jackson. You know, right. it's just not a, a, a point that, that anybody's bringing up there. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, thank you, Just Allo, for the question. Appreciate it. So uh, last up, we have Jay. The six with the insubordinate and churlish behavior of, <laughs> of Hendo's team. For those who don't know, Hendo uh, from the Road Pod is a Golden State Warriors fan. Uh, so, referring to Draymond Green last night, uh, the Clippers are on a five game losing streak because of James Harden. The Grizzlies are cheeks without Ja, and the Suns are not looking so hot, pun intended. As the Lakers are slowly getting healthy. Where do you see this team come 2024 in the second half of the, I'm guessing that says seasons. Let me go ahead and take that down. Yeah, season. season. Yes. Thank you, Jay. I appreciate it. Uh, and I appreciate you, Jay. I, and I need to point this out. I appreciate you getting your questions in on time in the proper yes. place. Yes. Several weeks in a row now. Appreciate that. Yeah. Shout out to you. Uh, listen, it's, it's still, it's still very early. It's still very early. And my, my thing is, I mean, are the Lakers competing for a championship? Be yes, yes, I, I think so too. They, they're not looking great right now, but teams that are competing for a championship, they're they're not that worried about the first half of the season, right? They know they're going to turn it up the second half, and they and their thing, especially when your best player is still LeBron, is still LeBron. He's still one of the best players in the league, but he's older, right? He can't. He you, know, you got to preserve him. Right, so you got to lower his minutes. There's going to be some games he's going to have to sit out, and for whatever reason, man, like AD just didn't turn into a player that we thought he was going to be. Yeah, he's not. No, I'm not. He's not good. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. But um, where do I mean? Where do you rank him? You rank him a top ten player? I think so. I don't think he's a top ten player. He he doesn't have the reputation of a top ten player, right? yeah. Uh, people don't people don't look at him that way because they don't like him, uh, and and it, and it is because they don't like him because he is not the only person who gets hurt and says games out Kawhi Leonard, um, but but 
but no, but I mean, I don't think he's a top ten. But I mean, he's he's very good. But he's, he's my, twenty-four my, and ten with a couple assists and a couple blocks for his career. I'm not saying he's bad at all, B. I'm not saying he's bad at all. But he had a ceiling as a top three player. That's what he was looking like when he was with the Pelicans, right? And mm-hmm. when he came over to LA, and especially after he won, I I was thinking this is going to be a top five player easily, right? And Lamar can kind of. Uh, Lamar uh, and LeBron can kind of take a back seat a little bit and just let this be 80s team, right? That was a winning formula. I I clearly see why they they thought that, but that hasn't been the case. It's not 80s team. It's LeBron's team still, even when he's playing limited minutes. It's always going to be LeBron's team wherever he's at. That's just that's that's him as a player, right? Uh, but a- Anthony Davis is the best player on the team. Uh, oh, LeBron is. LeBron can't play to the LeBron level every night. Uh no. and, and you know his his numbers, particularly his passing, has has kind of declined, or his skill, I should say. His passing skill has declined a bit. Uh Anthony Davis is the best player on the team. The only reason he doesn't have that rep of being a top five, top three kind of player is because he's been hurt a lot and people like to make fun of him because they think his injuries aren't really real. I get that. Uh, but like when you get to the playoffs, who's the better who's the better player? I, in short spurts, it's LeBron, but if we're talking about overall. I mean, you, you, last year, 22 and 14 uh, with three blocks a game in the playoffs last year for Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Those are incredible numbers. Yes. Right. Those are incredible numbers. But, you know, he kind of he gets that that sort of Lamar treatment where anything negative about Anthony Davis gets really blown up because people have a negative opinion of Anthony Davis. Yeah. He played great throughout the playoffs he had a few games where his shot wasn't going yeah but he was playing great defense still and and that's and that's the that's the thing because he is a a great offensive player obviously you know he he puts up in the mid-20s uh but he's one of the best defensive players in the league also Uh, so he he is that it's just that you know the the lakers have not and this is on the gm the lakers have not put a a good team around those two uh, outside of there, you know, at the very, very beginning. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that they have to have outside of those two is guys who can shoot the three. And the Lakers are like, but what if we don't? Every, <laughs> every single year. So second uh, half of the season, how, where do you see them? Now, now that's all good. Up until okay. now, because they do have guys who can shoot now. Uh, you know, Austin Reeves emerged last season. He can shoot. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, if he would ever get out of his own head, he yeah. would be a, he would be a very good shooter consistently. But but he's a he's a pretty decent shooter. Cam Reddish can shoot the three a bit. Uh, Gabe Vincent is an all right three point shooter. He hasn't been playing, uh, and that's a that's a big part of their slow start. They've had a lot of injuries. Uh, it hasn't been to LeBron and AD, but it's been to a lot of the role players. Now, you know, I think that. Having those guys out and not being able to, you know, have everybody play together and gel has has contributed to some of their losses. But I think they're coming around now. Uh, When we get around to the second half of the season, I think they're going to look like one of the best teams in the league, and they're going to be rolling into the playoffs, assuming no injuries, of course. You know, to to LeBron and AD. Uh, As far as those other teams they mentioned, the Clippers are nothing. That's not a thing. Uh, Golden State. I mean, you've got one of the biggest chokers of all time. On your on your roster and Chris Paul, that's going to bring you down eventually if the the old age doesn't get you first. Uh, Phoenix, now 
Phoenix is interesting because they got they got that big three: uh, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal. Uh, but we are more than ten games into the season, and they have not played together yet. Um, <laughs> they were going to tonight, but Bradley Beal is out with his with a back injury. I'm starting uh, to think this is not so. This happened in Brooklyn. Yeah. This happened in Brooklyn with KD, Kyrie, and James Harden. I'm starting to I, look. I'm starting to think it's 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 KD. It's KD. Yeah, it might be KD. And, I, you know, I'm not enamored with the the role players on the bench that they have in Phoenix. I don't think that they're a championship team. Certainly a playoff team. Certainly a very good team. Going to be a tough team to get by. But I think it's I think it's going to be the Lakers and the Nuggets in the West again uh, with a, a you know honorable mention to my guy Luca down there in Dallas. They've been playing great. Uh, I think Minnesota is another really strong team, but I think they're just, they're not there yet. I think they're a little, you know, it, it's going to be another year or two for them. <clears throat> so I think it's going to come down to, to Denver and LA. And, and you know, Denver obviously is looking fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, Jay, I, 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 unfortunate. Jay, I know it was a mistake, but you forgot to ask about Brooklyn. So I'll, I'll go ahead and, and answer that for you. Uh, one, I think uh, Brooklyn, well, I don't think they're a championship team. Uh, <laughs> I, well, well. I think they're in season tournament champion caliber team, two and one in group play right now. In case you were wondering, um, and, and they're and they're healthy now. Cam, Johnson you, you mean the, the 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 team that got bounced by the Lakers last year? They're better than the Lakers. Cool yeah. opinion, MDT. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. They got Chris Paul now, so yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but uh, Cam Johnson is back. Nick Claxton is back. Okay, they beat down Orlando Magic last night. Uh, and Ben Simmons is out of here. You, you see, he's he's probably going to be out for the year. He, he's got for the or, or, year now. They said, "Well, well, they said an extended uh, period of time. They said a pinched nerve or something." My man, I, just, my man, I I showed you. I still got it, and I will see you later. Um, this is this is the year. What does he have? One more year left on his on his contract after this year. I think this is the year we can we can probably move him. You know, expiring contracts are very lucrative in the in in the league. So this might be the year. I I think Brooklyn. Listen, it was a disaster getting all from from KD to Kyrie Harden to Ben Simmons. The whole thing was a disaster, but they they managed it really well because during this whole process, still still a playoff team. This year, I think there's still a playoff team. What are you looking at? Well, no, I'm, I was just gonna gonna real quick um, go ahead and make this change well while you make that We're change just talking about oh i'm sorry hold on i, I clicked off of that talking uh, about nba now Ooh, uh, don't need that colon in there and I, well yeah I, I probably should have put this up since we've been talking about nba but um Yes, get into the NBA talk, and and I just want to tease this because we're uh, by the way, six or three people in here. Hit that like button if you're new. Hit the subscribe button. All right, Patreon.com/slash/LBHT shows how you can support the show. And if you're wondering how people have been donating and having Microphone Man raise the fist in honor of those people, uh, dollar sign LBHT show is how you do it. That's the cash app. Also, the pin link that you see in the chat box will take you to our stream elements page. Both ways, leave your donation, leave your comment. We'll read your comment on air. All right. Also, the overtime show, which you can find on our Patreon. Okay. Uh, we're gonna be discussing this guy right here. Look at that. Look at that guy. Look at that terror. Look at look at the teeth, B. Look at Draymond. Ugh! Got Rudy Gobert in a headlock. We're gonna be talking about that fight. 
and some of sports more memorable fights okay that's going to be an interesting conversation what's some what are some fights that you remember in sports that stick out in your mind uh we're gonna have that conversation uh on the overtime show which happens right after this show um all right so i talked about my brooklyn nets in group play okay yeah, and MDT, I'm, I'm more than willing to kind of go back and forth with, with fans of other teams. Uh, I do that with, with Hendo all the time about your sorry-ass Warriors, but not <laughs> if you're going to be delusional. All right, don't don't come in here with the nonsense. How much right. you got robbed and flopped. You got robbed, okay? Look, look at the pain in those emojis, man. Um, group play, hey, B. We're, we're, how, we're, how the Lakers look? Good on you for Steph Curry finally making a game-winning shot. That was phenomenal. Too bad it was in November. Uh, group hey, play. We're not going to hate on four-time champions. I'm not Curry, hating man. on Steph Curry. I said good on him. I was yes. congratulating him. He's one of the <laughs> best ever, and that was a big hole in his resume, and now he's filled it. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm loving the. I, I love the in-season tournament as as a as an idea. We talked about it offline. You can't call it the in-season tournament. Super lazy. Just unbelievable missed opportunity to actually name it and and promote it. Okay, okay. In-season tournament is just stupid. I agree. I want you guys chat. We're gonna help out the NBA. Come up with a better name for the NBA in-season tournament. Think of some names that you could that that you can call the in-season tournament so it doesn't sound so cheap, right? <laughs> <laughs> Right. So also thrown together, and we didn't put any thought into this. Right, right. See, Jeremy wants to know what would you call it? No, what would you call it, Jeremy? Yes. What Jeremy. would you call what would it? You call it. That's what we're asking you. Yeah. <laughs> he said, "Jeremy, I got horse teeth." <laughs> <laughs> they are some pearly whites, though, man. Those things are clean. Hendo <laughs> <laughs> uh, says you, you you're a hater, B. No. Stop, stop uh, trying to reclaim it. It's hating ass Hendo. You know it. It always will be. Uh, okay. Group play. I told you Brooklyn is two and one right now. What do they play? Four games in the group play? Uh, it's it's four games. Yes, it's one against every other team in the group. Okay. All right. The Clippers, by the way, have already been eliminated from the <laughs> tournament. You don't say. Yeah. You don't. Say. And then, of course, somebody immediately was like, "Maybe they were hearing rumblings online that nobody was going to respect the in-season championship, and so they took their foot off the gas." All right, so let's talk about that real quick because we didn't talk about that uh, clownish. Um, uh, Lou Williams, uh, he made that comment, I guess, on a podcast or whatever. Was it was it Paul George's podcast? I'm assuming. I don't know. <clears throat> um, basically, said uh, when they lost in the bubble, uh, lemon lemon pepper Lou. Okay, this this is that that's that Lou Williams who. Uh, who broke out of the bubble to get some to go to a strip club just for lemon pepper wings? It's the best lemon pepper wings you can get. Okay, um, he got caught. He had to sit out however many games, and um, his team underperformed. Who did they lose to? Denver that year? I don't remember. Uh, but they lost. Uh, very disappointing. And he explained the whole thing by saying, uh, "Well, because we we heard rumblings that nobody was going to take this championship seriously, so we basically checked out." BS. Yeah. BS. And that's embarrassing. First of all, first of all, Lou Williams, uh, ex- excellent player, but you're not in any position to say whether your team checks out or not. Like you don't lead anything. Right. Right. You don't, you don't run anything. You're yeah. a role player. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 so you, you so basically what you said is, is Kawhi decided he didn't want to play. It's not, we decided to check out. You don't make decisions. Kawhi, it's Kawhi's team. So what you're saying is Kawhi wasn't feeling it. 
so we didn't win. That's that's pretty much what you're saying. Yeah. And what was your excuse since then? What's been your excuse for not winning ever since? He's Lou Williams. Uh, we've got NBA Tournament of Champions. We've okay. got the Bill Russell Tournament. I think I think if you're going to go with a name, which I do like honoring Bill Russell there, you go with you would typically kind of go with an invitational or or open or something like that. But obviously, you know, it's not invitational. Everybody's in it. So I, I do like going with the, the, the Bill Russell honoring there. We got the, I'm skipping over that MDT. We got the NBA cup champions or maybe hey. NBA cup championship. Uh, you know, I like that as well. Hey, well, hold on. NBA classic or maybe a hardwood classic Reg. NBA yes. classic. Listen, listen, he said the ice cube tournament. Listen, how about, the big five. I don't I don't I don't appreciate you undermining me by saying I, I said I was gonna skip that and then you brought it up. I don't I wanna say the big five. To, I wanna say since the beef since the beef with the big three. We got to, to talk about that later. Since big uh, since the beef with the big three, the big five. How about that? <laughs> you never heard Lemon Pepper Lou? You never heard that that that, that, that name? That's that's who called it? I think that was Shannon Sharp that gave him that name. Lemon Pepper Lou. Right? Well, he did he, heard did he Lemon play? Pepper Lou. He's just he's typing through the tears right now. <laughs> he's just trying to keep it going. <laughs> he's keeping them fingers moving that's all <laughs> you know I, I read that the Clippers were out already but I don't know exactly how they are out since you know it's it's. well I mean I guess it's four games so yeah now they're out never mind so, so here's the beauty of the in season tournament right okay they're, they've been eliminated right but they still got played because it's still a regular season game yeah and because nobody's talking about them being a, a championship team you know they gotta win some of these early games. They don't want to get in a, in a hole and think they're gonna climb their way out. Um, they still gotta take it seriously. That's I think that's the beauty of having an in season tournament and having to count towards the regular season. Even the teams that are, especially if you're you're not really a or you're on the border of being a a playoff caliber team or, or a playoff team, you still have to play hard. Like I said before, these early games count for those teams that aren't aren't that great, right? Yeah. They matter more because the championship uh, level teams uh, don't start to ramp it up until the second half, right? Or closer mm-hmm. to the second half. So you've been eliminated. Okay, it sucks, but I, we still got to go out there and, and get those wins. So they could still play spoiler to other other uh, teams, right? Yeah. And in group play, because this is they're taking us from soccer. Uh, point differential matters. So the bigger the lead that you have. <laughs> The better it is because I think uh who was it? Uh Embiid. I think they were mad at you know at Embiid the other day for running up the score. He was like, No, 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 my friend. Uh this this matters. Yeah. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get these buckets. And 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 listen, I I love that. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a huge Embiid fan, but I love that you know I want to see the players taking it seriously because I think he could be a, a huge boost for the NBA uh in the early part of the season. If you get the players to buy in and really take it seriously, the fans are going to take it seriously. Uh, when I when I say it, I'm talking about the uh, the Russell Cup Classic. Okay, oh. uh, Russell Cup Classic. I like that. Yeah. So the, I, I do I do like to see, especially a star player like Joel Embiid, the reigning MVP, taking it that seriously. I think is a is a good thing for the league. Um, so they they have a couple more games in the in the group play. Um, some teams have played three. Most teams have played two, uh, but they, you know, there's four games for each team, and then they go into the the single elimination tournament. L.A. Lakers right now, despite struggling, 
you know, to start the season are sitting atop their group two and zero, tied with the Utah Jazz at two and zero. So they may be moving on to the the knockout phase. That'd be nice. I don't I don't really want to see an extra game for LeBron and AD, but you know I, I do want to see them win the tournament. That's like that's the thing, right? Um, but whoever makes the final is playing an extra game on top of the the eighty two games, but not that big a deal. Now we gotta uh, move on, but I, I do want to say this though: Brooklyn's two I, and one. Yeah, we're two and one. Uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, uh, Boston is sitting on, on top. Of yeah, that. at one and zero, oh, ridiculous. How have the Raptors not played a game yet? Yeah, I think two. I think two teams in that group haven't played. No, everybody else has played at least one. Okay, okay. Um, and, and I also want to say Boston beat us when we we had like half our starters out. But um, Boston's really sure, good, by the way. I'm sure that would have made a difference. <laughs> yes, but uh, I want I, I want to say this. I think this is going to stick because you don't really hear people like making jokes about it. They're not really making fun of it. You know, I think they're intrigued by it. I think they want to see how this plays out. Um, I, I I think people are are digging it so far. You know, um, this will grow. And like I said, uh, you've had you have more international players now than you ever had before, and I think they respect this a lot more. Look at they look appreciate at it a lot more. Do you see what I'm saying when I say he's typing through the tears? Is Warriors are still in it? What is going? Are you having a stroke, bro? <laughs> uh, he's, the Warriors still in is what he wants. To I'm, know. I'm I'm joking. MVP. Uh, <laughs> He said, how does it work? He's he's confused. So uh, 30 teams in the league, they're all divided into five team groups uh, kind of based off of their, their performance last season. Uh, and then you play everybody in your group one time. So there's four games in the group stage. Uh, after the group stage, the top two teams from each group automatically advance to the knockout stage. And then two, uh, I guess we'll call them wild cards. Uh, two teams that didn't that didn't get any automatic bid will go through, and then they have the knockout stage as a single elimination tournament. The uh, semifinals and the finals are going to be on the same weekend in Vegas. Uh, I forget what weekend it is. I want to say it's December seventh and December ninth. Uh, I think the championships on the ninth, uh, and that championship game is actually going to be a kind of an extra game for those two two teams for the season. So they'll end up with uh, 83 regular season games played. But yeah, it's just a it's group stage, and then they move on to a single elimination tournament, like, like the World Cup kind of thing. And the winner gets uh, 500000 Yeah, so the players all get 500000 The coaches get a... I don't think I don't know if it's 500000 but the coaches get some sum of money as well. Uh, and then that goes down, you know, depending on where you finish. You know, so the runners-up get less and, you know, on, on down the line. A lot of players have been coming out saying that they think that they should get something more material uh to the to the actual teams like a you yeah. know some of them instead of playoff berth which good luck bro um but some are saying hey something like you know being able to skip the play in tournament if you if you end up in that in that range which i don't think would I think, be would be terrible but uh it's hard to give out that kind of award you know maybe maybe extra draft picks um uh, something like draft that. balls in a lottery yeah that too but but, but then that, again, that's that's something that only only works for for teams that uh that are bad, you know. Because well, the good teams you, you get you you know you're you're, but you're not your in chances. the lottery. That's only the unless we're going to say, hey, you win the tournament and now NBA champion lottery. Yeah, you have ten balls in the lottery and, and you get Victor Wembanyama. No, thank you. No, thank you. I, I don't like that. <laughs> 
I, I, I like extra draft picks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like some okay. story picks. Moving on. Uh, all right. We'll do, all right. This we don't we don't have much time left. We'll do a quick uh, we do a quick combat corner. Quick combat there's corner. A, there's a fight tomorrow. Watch it. All right. Now on to the week eleven <laughs> predictions. Shakur Stevenson versus Edwin De Los Santos. Um, this is for the one thirty-five. Uh, what do they call lightweight? Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Light, I, don't know, I don't know which which alphabet it is, but this is not a yeah. uh, like Ed, Edwin De Los Santos. You know, not a bad fighter, I guess, but he's he's sixteen and no, or I'm sorry, sixteen and one. Not not particularly experienced. That hasn't really been in there in, in any big fights. Uh, I mean, he was very recently fighting eight rounders. Uh, this is his first twelve round fight. Shakur Stevenson, if you watched. Uh, is on our on our top ten pound for pound in the world. So I mean, this should be easy work for for Shakur on Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to see what they're what they're fighting for here. Um, I don't know. It, so there's, there's, there's you know you got the WBC, WBO, IBF. Um, what belt am I missing? It's like four main belts, right? Yeah. WBA, um, WBC, WBO, IBF. Yeah. He's fighting, they're fighting for one of those. So they used to be held by Devin Haney. Devin Haney moved up a weight class, so he had to vacate at least one of those belts. So that's what they're fighting for right now. Um, I encourage people to watch it if you're if if you're off work in time. This is the problem that I have with this WBC. Yeah. The problem I have with this is that it's the fight starts at what five? Is the car starting at five or is the main event starting around five? I I don't know. I don't have the time. To. It's it's too early. It, it's around five o'clock when I think when the car starts. Um, so I guess by you know by the time they get out there and fight, you'll be home. But the problem is, if it starts at five, if the car starts at five, the fight will be starting around seven, seven thirty. You'll be getting ready to watch football, right? Uh, if the if the main event starts at five, you may not be off work yet, or you be, or you be sitting in traffic. You know, uh, poorly scheduled. I know they try to line it up with uh, whatever race that they have, some NASCAR race that they have. Yeah, but that, that's on the weekend. They're just kind of making yeah. a whole week out of it. Yeah, uh, I, I don't like it. And I, I just have the, I have a problem with the way Bob Arum uh, promotes uh, black fighters in particular over there on top rank. This is terrible. I mean, Shakur Stevenson is probably your best fighter. You know, and you have him fighting on a Thursday night. Or Thursday afternoon, it's not even night. No, no, no. So it's not. Uh, it's not. It's not too too early. Uh, it's like eight thirty. Is when the uh, event begins. But that's a problem too, because that's that's the Ravens. And, and, and it's super. Then it's super late. Ravens and Bengals is probably the the best Thursday night game this season, right? Mm-hmm. People are going to be watching. That's the one that people are going to want to watch. You know, like well, yeah, have- I'm saying, like the the main event will be over, or I mean, the main event will be starting around the time the game is over. But then, I mean, people are going to be going to bed. People people are going to watch this fight. Is is the point? Uh, which is a shame because Shakur Stevenson is a great young fighter. They have a a really nice co-main as well with Emmanuel Navarrete and uh, uh, Robson Consacal. Uh, you know, if you have if you if you are up. <laughs> and and maybe maybe the game's a blowout or something like that. Go ahead and flip over to ESPN Plus and check it out. Uh, yeah. Stevenson. I'm sorry, I said NASCAR. It's F1 racing. My bad. Yeah. My bad. It's F1. 
yeah. But otherwise, yeah, you'll be able to you'll be able to watch it afterwards anyway uh, on ESPN Plus. So yes. you should definitely check it out at, at some point this week or this weekend. If you're a casual fan, you know you don't watch a little bit of boxing. You watch the big names. Highly encouraged to watch Shakur Stevenson. He's going to be a, a a big name, very skilled fighter, very good, entertaining. Um, he'll put on a show. I don't think he'll disappoint. Yeah. All right, so we got to move on to the week eleven picks here. Let's uh, do it because it's getting dangerously close to the magic number. It is. Let's go. Let's pick this up. All right, guys and gals, rapid fire. All right. If you want to follow along, you want to get your get your picks in. Type fast. All right, here we go. Let's go at Baltimore Thursday. You can't start night. until I say let's go. Let's go. Cincinnati at Baltimore Thursday night uh, in Baltimore. I'm taking the Ravens despite every instinct not to. Uh, I'm going to take Baltimore in a in a low scoring affair. I'm going to say twenty to seventeen. Yeah. Only because it's it's a division game and you know there's a little bit more sense of urgency because we just lost and you know we don't really take the Bengals lightly. I'm gonna say Baltimore. Um I, I see Hendo's score 28 24. Um I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 23 to 17. Next up, Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Listen, I don't know what kind of witchcraft Mike Tomlin has been running over there. I don't know who he sold his soul to, uh, <laughs> but it ends this week. Cleveland wins this one, and I think they win. Well, oh, see, Deshaun Watson's out now. Uh, uh, I got to pick with Deshaun, Pittsburgh now. Even I got to go Pittsburgh now. Listen, even with Deshaun Watson, I was picking Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh, they, they're going to be – they're going to, what, have seven wins? Yeah, yeah. Uh, without without Deshaun Watson, and update this on our show, Shug, because Watson was just ruled out. Uh, without Deshaun Watson, I'm, I'm taking Pittsburgh. I'm going to take Pittsburgh in another fairly low-scoring game. I think that they get at least one defensive touchdown, uh, and I'm going to say they win 17 to nine. Oh, we we don't have to do scores for for Pittsburgh. Oh, I realized that a little too late, and I was already I was already in it. Yeah, so I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dignify this. But I'm I'm, I'm not updating that for sure. We talk, yeah. we talk Steelers on the show. Okay. Uh, so you picked uh, Pittsburgh as well? Yes. Next up, Chicago and Detroit, taking Detroit all day, even though Justin Fields is back. Yep, Detroit. The Chargers at Green Bay. Screw Jordan Love, taking the Chargers. Yep, got the Chargers. Vegas at Miami. I mean, I don't – you know, there's a little bit of intrigue here because of Antonio Pierce, but I'm taking Miami in this one. Yeah, got Miami. The Giants at Washington, no O-line, Tommy DeVito, no wide receivers. I mean, hurt on the on defense. I'm taking Washington on a game-winning field goal as time expires. <laughs> I got Washington winning big, man. I think they blow them out. Dallas at Carolina. I'm going to take Dallas. <laughs> What's the score? <laughs> All right. Um Score, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 3810. I'm 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 gonna go with that. I, I don't even want to think about how many touchdowns they're gonna put up. I I'll, I'll go with that. Tennessee at Jacksonville. I'm not overly impressed with Jacksonville. They 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 got absolutely destroyed uh by San Francisco, but it's Tennessee. 
So I'm going to take the Jaguars. Yeah, Jacksonville. Arizona at Houston. This is an interesting one because Arizona being idiots and playing Kyler Murray, trying to get out of the number one pick for whatever reason. Uh, But I think C.J. Stroud keeps it rolling and Houston wins. Yep, Houston wins it. Tampa Bay at San Francisco. San Francisco, no explanation required. Yeah, San Francisco. The New York Jets at the stunningly average Buffalo Bills. Um, I think that if they if they beat Buffalo, they, they're going to jump over them in the standings, uh, but it's not going to happen because Zach Wilson. I got to think about this, man. It's not as obvious anymore. Um, no, I, it's got to be Buffalo. If they lose this one, they're pretty much out. Yeah. Some fans think that they're out already. They're not. You guys aren't they're out probably, yet. They probably are. Uh, Seattle at the Rams. Uh, like I said yesterday, a very unenthusiastic vote for Seattle here. Yeah, I got Seattle. Minnesota at Denver. Uh, loving the Josh Dobbs story, but it doesn't. It, I don't want to say it doesn't continue. It hits the road bump. Uh, Denver gets the win at home. Nope, I got Minnesota. Good times keep rolling. And I'm going to take it a step further, man. Um, Josh Dobbs is going to get himself a contract. In the not in Minnesota. Maybe. But, nah, they, they are, they're married to Kirk. Uh, last game, Monday night, Philadelphia at Kansas City, the game of the week. Yes. That, man, they, they, did a, they did a pretty good job on the Thursday and the Monday. Not so great on the Sunday night. But uh, yeah. Philly at Kansas City, Philly seems to be kind of rounding into form. Kansas City's getting it done. They're, they don't look as dominant as they've been uh, the past several years. I think that Philly gets the win on the road under the lights. Oh, yeah. On the road. I'll go with Kansas City because it's on the road. Okay. That is it. And that is it. So how is it an upset? Um, Which one? The Kansas City and Philly one? I'm not even sure who's favorite. But nobody said that was an upset. Oh, no. NT Sports said Philly upset. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, they, 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 it would be an upset depending on who's favorite, Jeremy. That's what an upset is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not. It's not who Jeremy thinks is better. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. All right. We got. We got to move this along. Trivia time. Let's trivia do it. Trivia time, and then let's get out of here. My favorite. Now, time. before you before you put trivia time up. Look, man, we got pl- we got let the people know how they can support the show. Got all Look, excited for trivia time, and then you're like, no trivia time. We still got we still got 50 people watching. Oh, we got people watching on Facebook and Twitch. Listen, if you're new here, hit the subscribe button, hit that like button. Um, <laughs> just Aloe is like trivia. Caleb he said he just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um, but listen, Patreon.com/slash LBHT show. Okay, we have some goals that we're trying to hit. First goal we're trying to hit is uh, 2,000 subscribers, okay? Uh, we are slowly creeping up every week. We really appreciate the support. Uh, if you want to support the show monetarily, patreon.com slash show is the best way to do it. Or you want to buy some merch, okay? LBHTshow.com slash shop is the way to do that. Uh, I think you guys know by now that the money that you donate to the show, we put right back into the show. And, and going to be getting an Apple VR headset. Thirty-five hundred. Thirty-five hundred by January. Let's get it done. <laughs> Let's do it. 
but uh look as little as five dollars a month we have some other tiers as well um but go over there and check it out um that is where you can find the overtime show uh i i want to say award winning i feel like we should win an award for this show it's it's a lot of fun but this is what we're going to be talking about on the overtime show fights in sports okay that's the latest one that's what sparked this conversation uh what are some of the more memorable fights that you can think of we're going to discuss that in the overtime show all right okay trivia time let's do it but to get you in the mood for talking about some of the more memorable fights in the history of sports our trivia time is going to be inspired by draymond green uh we all i think we all know who has the longest suspension of all time in in the nba uh, because it was, in fact, Metal World Peace uh, before he he found the the peaceful way of life. With yes. back when he was Ron Artest, and he was uh, hopping into the stands to beat on the wrong fan. He was suspended eighty six games. Jeez. The question that I have for you is: Who had the second longest suspension in NBA history? Uh, and th- this this goes back a, a little ways, and but it's pretty memorable to people who were, uh, you know, watching basketball at the time. I was going to say Tyreek Evans. Well, his was, I believe, I, I'm not. Was, really was, was his a band? Yeah, and and I think, really I think they called right? it. I think they called it indefinite. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. I have an idea. Well, mm. okay. Let, let's let's see what you guys think. Let's see what you guys think. Okay. Okay. I I see. Uh, yeah. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Uh, no. Look, NET Sports. We we said the second longest. Ron Aretes. <laughs> he said Ron Aretes. We no. Ron Aretes has the long. No, he said Ron Aretes. Oh, I don't know who that is. All right, Ron Aretas, I guess. All right. Uh, is, is do you see the right answer in the chat? I do see the right answer in the chat. Okay, that's that's what I was thinking too. That's what I was thinking too. Uh, do we have three right answers? Uh, no. Okay, that's not who I was thinking then. <laughs> All right, listen, this is for points. Uh, we didn't even discuss if if you're new here what what points means. Points equals prizes. All right. We do prizes at the end of each month. All right, two prizes: one for the for the person with most points. The second with uh, we do a drawing for anybody that has at least a thousand points. All right, how do you get points? Uh, doing what you're doing right now, uh, being involved in the chat, or just uh, watching the show. That will get you points. Donating gets you a lot of points. Sign up for our newsletter. Go over to lbhtshow.com and sign up over there. You know, just uh, put in your email. Um, and let us know, uh, DM us or whatever, and let us know that you signed up and we'll get you your, your thousand points. Easy peasy. Sign up for patreon.com slash LBHT show is another way that gets you points. So all kinds of ways to rack up points and those lead to prizes. We do that every month. And we do have three correct answers in the chat. Uh, it was, of course, the uh, the world famous... Wait, actually, hold on. Let me scroll up here. And it was shocking to me at the time because this is one of my favorite players from NBA Live 95. Uh, I, had, I had actually not heard of him until I played NBA Live 95, but he was unstoppable. Yeah. Latrell Sprewell. Oh, that is what I was thinking. 
After initially receiving a 10-game suspension for an altercation with head coach P.J. Carlissimo on December 1st, 1997, the Golden State Warriors voided the remainder of Sprewell's contract and suspended him for a year. Following an appeal, Sprewell had the voiding overturned and the suspension reduced to 68 games, which was the remainder of the season. Now, that's pretty that's pretty watered-down uh, uh, you know, language that they used there, right? Uh, pretty passive language in that in that summary if you're wondering what a quote altercation with head coach pj carlissimo meant and on december 4th 1997 uh, the nba suspends latrell sprewell three-time all-star point guard for the golden state warriors for one year after he attacked warriors coach pj carlissimo during practice on December 1st, Sprewell had a verbal confrontation with Carlissimo when the coach told him to, quote, put a little mustard on a pass. Uh, when Carlissimo approached him, Sprewell grabbed the other man around the neck and began choking him until he was pulled away by several other players and team officials. Told to leave practice, Sprewell returned within 20 minutes and threw a punch at Carlissimo before he was again pulled away. Now, that is what happened in terms of Sprewell choking his coach, but we do not believe for a single second that put some mustard on it is what set him off. Uh, we've heard some other stories about what PJ may have said to to young Latrell. I got on good authority. Uh, uh, this goes back from his time at Seton Hall that he used to say some pretty vile things to players. Okay, uh, things he has no business saying. And I have no doubt that's what happened here. Uh, players don't go off like that right. for comments like, hey, put a little mustard on it. Put a little hey. mustard on that pass. I'm going to choke you now. And then right. I'm going to come back 20 minutes later and punch you. Right. Because put a little mustard on it. Yeah. No. Sorry. Nope. Not buying it. Okay. Listen, um, you want to talk about some more beefs, uh, some more so, some more fights? Go to patreon.com slash LBHT show because we're going to be discussing that uh, in the overtime show. This one, I can't wait for. Look at the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. That man said, you want some of this? Go back. like, I don't even know you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. It's time to get out of here. It's time to get out of here. Thank you, guys. Every uh, everybody, thank you very much uh, for hanging out with us for almost two hours. But you guys, you guys know it's hashtag no two hours over here. We would never give you a full two and hours. Congrats to D Weezy, Bazel, and Just Allo for getting that correct. Salute, salute. All right. Uh, yes, we're going to be talking fights, uh, not just in NBA, uh, all sports. Okay, um, that's going to be a, a lot of fun. We'll might might have even extended talk about. Uh, the NFL because there's other things going on and some things I want to get off my chest. So we'll see if we have enough time to discuss it. All right. But B, are you ready? I am ready. He is ready. Listen, big game tomorrow night. Gotta get this win. All right. No more messing around. Hold John Harbaugh and EDC accountable. All right. We're going to discuss more of this in the future. Make sure you guys are subscribed. Hit that like button. Hit the notification bell so you'll miss any uh, future videos that may or may not pop up. Okay. And we are out of here. Have a great night. Peace. <laughs>